And that was George's first news on this Thursday from the News Talk 1330 FM 106.3 Newsroom. I'm Colin Worthington reporting. Villarica Mayor Leslie McPherson says she's sending a letter to the city attorney asking that it be distributed to the city council, city manager, and deputy city manager demanding that the former mayor, Gil McDougal, resign or be removed as deputy city manager. Many have pointed to a clause in the Villarica city charter that seems to suggest that McDougal is ineligible to work as deputy city manager within one full year of him leaving elected office. He was mayor until the end of 2023. McPherson on Wednesday said, I call on former Mayor McDougal to do the right thing and step down. If he refuses to do so, it is my sincere hope that my colleagues on the city council will do the right thing, honor the vote that occurred in December, and promptly remove him. She says if neither of those things occur, she and her attorney reserve the right to take legal action to enforce the charter. McPherson says she has also notified the attorney general of her corner's views on this issue. City Manager David Mecklin sent a letter to the Attorney General's office last week defending his interpretation of the city charter that allowed for McDougal's hiring earlier this month and seeking the Ag Office's own opinion. Well, family members of the West Georgia man who was rescued from the Bremen watershed in Harrelson County earlier this week say he passed away peacefully early Wednesday morning. This past Monday, Harrelson County deputies were dispatched to Asa Cash Road at Old Bushmill at the lake in reference to a possible drowning. Deputies were advised that the male and a grandchild were on a boat and it had flipped. Deputies arrived on scene and were able to pull the male, identified as Greg Calvin King, the rest of the way out of the water. And emergency responders arriving on the scene immediately began life-saving procedures. Mr. King was transported to the hospital where he passed away yesterday. King's sister Melinda on Wednesday posted to social media, Thank you to everyone for your kindness. Please keep our family in your prayers. Carroll County's Chief Magistrate Judge Nathaniel Smith asking the Carroll County Board of Commissioners to approve an agreement with Palatine Technology Group, allowing for the magistrate's office to provide a faster and more efficient option for officers seeking Smith's approval of any warrant. Smith explained the benefit of using an e-warrant system when he was the guest on Monday's WLBB Community Voice program. Every morning I meet with law enforcement officers that come out to my office and we go through warrant procedures. I swear them in about specific incidences. If there's probable cause, I'll sign a warrant for the arrest of, a, of an individual. Same with search warrants. One of the problems, particularly with uh, search warrants, is that we'll have a case where something is occurring somewhere out in the county and an officer needs a search warrant. That officer uh, will go to his office, type up a warrant, drive it to me. Uh, I review the warrant. If there are problems with the warrant, of course, I go, oh, we got problems here, 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 here. And, and then that officer drives back, makes corrections, and then drives back to see me again. Smith says for many warrants and investigations, time is of the essence, and a new e-warrant system would help save on man hours for all law enforcement departments in the county. And for the smaller departments, not having to drive to Carrollton to have a warrant signed would ensure that those offices are not an officer short at their posts. It's going to save us man hour-wise. We have mileage on automobiles, timing, and it's going to be a huge benefit uh, in terms of safety to the community for those uh, those cases where timing is really important. A lot of uh, drug cases and, uh, again, cases where we really need to get a hold of somebody who's going to be, who poses a significant threat to the community. Municipalities and the county would share in the cost of implementing the new e-warrant system if approved. 
Both the Carroll and Harrelson County Sheriff's offices on Wednesday said if state legislators approve the new immigration-focused House Bill 1105 that would require local law enforcement to apply to help federal agents enforce immigration laws and enact criminal penalties for sheriffs who don't contact federal officials to check prisoners' immigration status, a number of protocol changes would have to be made within their own offices, and the Interops public safety software that both offices use could be helpful by improving data storage and other accommodations. Spokespersons for both offices say they already contact ICE if they become aware that an arrested individual is a non-citizen. They say currently local procedure requires a background check for all arrests. For more serious offenses, the accused can expect to be held in local jails for a longer period of time. However, for minor offenses, the accused can typically bond out quicker. If a background check shows reason to believe the alleged offender is in the country illegally, the local sheriffs then send notification to the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement Office. The response from ICE is typically something along the lines of, do not detain based on this info. ICE then does its own investigation and can ask the sheriff's office additional information. In the meantime, like I said, if the accused is charged with a minor crime, they are frequently booked out by law before the investigation into their residency requirements is complete. Now, how many times has this happened locally over the last several years? Well, it is hard to tell, but both offices say they would dig into documents to find out that number if I insisted. The software used by both offices does not provide an option to note if they suspect an illegal resident was in custody. However, both offices say stored hard copies of each case should note if the investigation involved contact with a suspected non-citizen, and they would happily open up each individual file to find those notes if I requested. If House Bill 1105 is approved this session, both offices hope the new law will provide for better documentation of unlawfully present individuals. West Georgia residents get their local news and information from this radio station, the Newstalk1330.com website and the Newstalk1330 WLBB Facebook page. We are your local news source. In the Newstalk1330 FM 106.3 newsroom, I'm Colin Worthington reporting.